0: Matthew chapter 5, 14 to 16, three verses here, the Lord Jesus is speaking of course, the Lord says, ye are the light of the world, the city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and give it light unto all (coughs) that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. In these verses, the Savior is teaching his disciples about how to be a good witness for him, for the, for the Lord, in the dark and depraved world. He reminds them how they can be an influence for good In a wicked, perverse world. He tells them. Ye are the light of the world. Ye are the light of the world. Verse 14. But this is not just a word. For Peter and James and John and Andrew. And the others but it is a word for us it's a word for every follower of Christ so here the Lord is speaking to us tonight when he says ye are the light of the world the Lord wants his people to be lights in a very dark world this of course was not always possible for us to be lights in the world because there was a time when there was no light in us we were in darkness we were in darkness we were aptly described by the apostle when he said Ephesians 4 verse 18 having the understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness blindness of their heart unfortunately when someone is blind naturally they live in a world of darkness we were blind spiritually we lived in a world of darkness and where there is no light of God in the soul There's nothing but darkness. And before the life of God entered into our souls, we, in time past, walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's that's who we were. Ephesians 2 verse 2. The prince of the power of the air, of course we know, that's the devil. The devil, the prince of darkness, and we were his children. We walked after the devil. As Paul reminds us, ye were sometimes darkness. Speaking about our convert, before our conversion, ye were darkness then. Ephesians 5 verse 8. We were not only walking in darkness. We were darkness. That's what we were. We were darkness. Then one glorious day. One glorious day. God. In his work of the new creation. Said. Let there be light. And there was light. And we will let Paul finish that sentence. Paul says, We were sometimes darkness, but now, but now, are ye light in the Lord? Walk as children of light. That's how we're to live. That's what God is saying. That's what the Lord is saying. This is how we're to live. We're to live and we're to walk as children of light. No longer are we to walk as children of darkness, children of light. Ephesians 5 and verse 8. But let us listen to Paul again as he tells us what happened when we were brought from darkness into God's marvelous light. Tell us, Paul. Tell us. Paul says. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 That is what we have now. So what we have now. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ now the Lord tells us we are to let that light shine if the Lord says ye are the light of the world then we are to let the light shine we are to shine for the Lord are we? are we shining for the Lord? does the world in this dark world, do they see Christ in us? Are we shining for the Lord? The Lord lets us know that the light of the world is as the child of God. Neither do men light a candle and walk. Could have gone to a bushel. No. You don't light a candle and then hide the light. You don't let the light shine. The Lord has saved us. He's given us new life. He's given us light. We let that light be seen. So here we have a light and a dark place. A dark place, the world. Wherever we live, wherever we are, it's a dark place. And we are to be the lights that shine in that dark place. One to notice first of all the purpose of the candle. Even the light of the world. The it, that is set on a hell cannot be held. Neither do man light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and it gives light unto all that were in the house so there's the purpose of the candle it's lit and it's to give light to all who are in the house the purpose is to give light we can hardly imagine a candle been used really for anything else, especially these days. Now I remember oh, I lived at home with my brothers and my parents, we didn't have electricity. So I've come back a few years. With candles everywhere. And uh, you needed the candle to show you around the house. And so you don't put the candle under a bushel it has to be seen that's the purpose not only of the candle but of the Christian to give light the light of Christ light of the gospel regarding the purpose (coughs) of the candle it gives radiant light radiant light once a candle is lit it cannot help but give light isn't that right? it's a simple exercise you light a candle well it can't, you can't help stop it from giving light unless you cover it over, of course but we say it's a simple purpose can anything be simpler lighting a candle and enjoying the light that it gives I don't think so and so dear Christian tonight since we have received the light of the Lord in our souls surely we cannot help but do the same you light the candle it gives light we have received light the light of Christ therefore we ought to do the same give light to those around us who are in darkness there's nothing very complicated or mysterious about a candle burning and giving light neither should there be any difficulty about how we as Christians should shine for the Lord in this dark world Simple. Is it not simple? No, you don't need any theological training. You can be a very simple person with very little knowledge of Scripture. But if you have the light and the life of Christ in your heart, it's so simple to shine for Him. <coughs> <coughs> this is possible because of what we are Paul says 1 Thessalonians 5 15, ye are all the children of light speaking to the believers the church at Thessalonica, ye are all children of light and since the light is there then it will be seen. As we go about our daily business, go about our daily tasks, and perform our various duties, the light of the Lord will be shining in us and will be seen by others. Paul said, Ephesians 5 verse 8, But now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So now that we have received the light, Paul says that's how you're to walk. In other words, simply live the life of the Christian. Burn bright for the Lord. First 1 Thessalon- First Timothy 4 and verse 12. But thou, be thy an example of the believers. In word, Conversation and charity and spirit and faith and purity. That shows you have the light of the Lord in your life. And you just shine for the Lord. You notice, not only is it a simple purpose, just light like a candle and it's simple and it burns. It's a singular purpose. As I have said, I cannot imagine candles being used really for anything else other than giving light, especially in this modern day in which we live. All the technology. Candles belong to a bygone era, except when the electrical <laughs> And They're all looking for candles. Indeed once a candle is lit if it continues burning it will be consumed alright it will be completely consumed it will burn right down until there's nothing more to burn it is what it was made for to give light to give light it's not to be put in a in a glass case to be admired no the candle is used for light believer we are to give light we are the candle the Lord is speaking about here neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and give it light unto all that are in the house let your light so shine And this is not an option. This is a command by the Lord. The Lord saying, let your light so shine. But again, you light the candle and it burns continually until it burns itself out. A lovely picture of a Christian living for the Lord until that Christian burns himself out. Even as psalmist said psalm 119 verse 139 my zeal hath consumed me if you like the candle let it burn it's consumed it's consumed and so said the psalmist and the same can be said of Priscilla and Aquila whom Paul called my helpers in Christ Jesus and went on to say of them who have for my life laid down their own lives laid down their own life in other words they burned out for the Lord they burned out for Christ Romans 16 and verse 4 completely consumed by being bright and shining lights for the Lord what did Paul say Paul said for me to live is Christ to die is gain for to me to live is Christ in other words Paul was completely taken up with the sin. that was his life remember what John the Baptist said I must he must, de- he must increase I must decrease John the Baptist didn't want people to see him. He wanted them to see the Lord Jesus. He wanted to be a light in a dark world. And whatever else we may be in this world, let us be lights for Christ. That ought to be our business, our desire, yea, our duty, as those who have the divine light in their souls. <coughs> you look at the Lord Jesus which he described as the light of the world I am one of the great I am's of Christ. But what was the Lord Jesus before his public ministry? He's a carpenter. They had Joseph In a carpenter's shop. But when we're speaking about the Lord Jesus, do we speak often about Him being a carpenter? No. We talk about His public ministry, we speak about Him being the light of the world. And so, whatever we are in this world, whether we're a carpenter or whatever, We want people to see Christ in us. When people looked upon the Lord Jesus, that's who they saw, the one who's the light of the world. They didn't think of him immediately as a carpenter. They looked upon him and saw him as the light of the world. And whatever we are in this world, whatever our business is, May it be that when others look upon us, they see us as the light of the world. They see the light of Christ in us. Also, you think of this this candle. It's a simple purpose. Just light burning, bright and showing light. A singular purpose the candle is for. Silent purpose. Candle doesn't make any noise. You light the candle and burn it away there. Doesn't make any sound. (coughs) It gives light (coughs) and it does so silently. And as the candle Not a trumpet, it's a candle. So it gives light without making any sound. And so dear Christian, you can give light and shine bright for the Lord to all those who are around you by simply living the life. You don't have to be a preacher. you don't have to be a missionary you look at the scriptures there are many examples of that there's silence and yet what a testimony they had Joseph of Arimathea yes I know he was a disciple of the Lord but secretly but when Joseph of Arimathea got a glimpse of the Savior on the cross we know how he went, begged the body of Christ and Pilate. I think it's the most touching thought that he went to that cross. Imagine, think of it. Think of him pulling out the nails of the Savior's hands, pulling out the nails of his feet, and maybe putting them over his shoulder but really you never read of anything that Joseph of Arimathea said. You just look at his life and his life shone for the Lord. You look at Lazarus. There's no recorded words spoken by Lazarus that he shone for the Lord people saw him as the one whom Christ raised from the dead we should have raised us from the dead you remember that woman that came into the house of the Pharisee because the Lord was there and she washed the Savior's feet with her tears and she wiped Those feet with her hair. And all that time she was there, never spoke a word. But boy, what a testimony! How that woman shone brightly for the Lord in the house of Simon, Pharisee. We can do the same. You may say, Well, I'm very timid and shy. But well, you can shine for the Lord. Make sure your your life is a light, shining bright for the Saviour. Let your light shine. Let your, let your life do its talking for you. The life of that woman that watched the Lord speak with her head with her her tears that did the talking for her remember what the Lord said she was forgiven much therefore she loved much and she loved the lord much and all who saw her that day could see. Shall let her light shine. Ye are the light of the world. We have the radiant light, there is also the revealing light. The candle is useful for showing the way in the darkness. And so, as the Lord has likened the Christian to a candle, then we are to show the way to those who are in darkness. We are to show the way. Speaking of the witness of the Christian, the Apostle Paul said, Thou thyself are a the guide, there it is, are a guide of the blind, a light, Of them which are in darkness. You can't get anything simpler than that. That's just downright plain teaching. Again, Thou thyself art a guide of the blind. Speaking of those who are spiritually blind, they're in darkness. A light of them which are in darkness. Those who are without their physical sight need help. They need aid or a guide. Likewise, those who are spiritually blind and are in darkness need the guidance of those who have the light. Believer we're saved God has saved us by his grace we have the light we we have the light the Lord in his grace has given us the light now we have to shine for the Lord we can't cover over that light, put it in a bushel as it were we have to let our light Shine. Let your light so shine before men. That's what the Lord said. Let your light so shine before men. If men are not walking in the way of truth and light, they'll be lost. Therefore, we must shine before them to show them the way. We're the light, so we have to show them the way. They're in darkness. And so we have to show them the way. Acts chapter 13. Look there in Acts 13. When we read in Acts 13 regarding the Apostle Paul, Acts 13 verse 46. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you but seeing ye put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life though We turn to the Gentiles, the Jews that put the word of God away from them. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying (coughs) I have set thee to be a light. There it is. I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. The Lord wanted Paul and Barnabas to be lights for the Gentiles show them the way unfortunately the Jews wanted to continue in darkness and just as it's saying today then he just wanted to continue in darkness but we still have to shine we still have to be lights for the Lord the lights of the world so the, the candle gives radiant light revealing light reasonable light obviously the light from the candle cannot be compared to say the light of the sun but the Lord has called us the light of the world a title he of course bears himself John 11 verse 9 he is the light of the world he is the sun of righteousness and shines as brightly as the sun in the heavens and our light is but the light of a candle in comparison nevertheless I know our life may be small get a hold of it while our light may be small and to some insignificant still we are to shine for Christ we are we're still to shine for the Lord nowadays a candle is supposed to be the smallest of lights they almost despise the candle these days doesn't give out much light in comparison but God says ye are a light he lightens us onto a candle neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel you who feel you cannot do much for God no matter how insignificant you may feel it doesn't matter shine for Christ wherever you are shine for the Lord shine, shine, shine brightly for the Lord that others will see Christ in you as well as the purpose of the candle we have the placing of the candle since the candle is used for giving light the Lord said neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel there you have the hiding of the light put it under a bushel what man he lights a candle. But then proceed to put it under a bushel. <coughs> That's useless. The candle will be useless then. If you're going to cover over the light, then the candle will be no good. This would be unheard of. It would not make any sense. Now since the Lord has given us his light, it would not make any sense to hide the light that the Lord has given to us. That would be, first of all, of the senseless. It would. Ye, the light of the world. We have read the references uh, from Paul's writings. The Lord has given us the light we who were once in darkness if we can say with the psalmist the Lord is my light and my salvation Psalm 27 and 1 then why would we want to hide the light if we have Christ as our saviour why would we want to keep it to ourselves why would we want to put as it were Christ under the bushel so that no one will see him in our lives Why would we want to keep the light of the Lord from those who are in darkness? Why would we want to keep the Lord from them that need Him? Why would we refuse to tell sinners about the Savior? That's what it is, shining for Him. Why would we want to hide the one there is the rescuer, the redeemer from those who are perishing. Shine. Shine for the Lord. Shine for the Lord. Shine brightly for the Savior. Let does not hide the light of the Lord in our lives. The light the Lord has given to us. Hiding it, that wouldn't make any sense. It will be senseless. Tell you something else. It will be sinful. That's right. If the Lord has commanded us. It's a command. Let your light shine before men. And if we refuse to do that. We have committed the sin. We have sinned against the Lord. Look in his record. You turn to Luke chapter (coughs) 8. Luke 8, verse 16. No man, when he hath lighted the candle, covereth it with a vessel, or putteth it it under a bed, but setteth it on a candlestick that they which enter in may see the light. That they which enter in may see the light. And the Lord says, let your light so shine. If we don't do that, we're committed to sin against the Lord. It's sinful. That we keep the Lord's salvation to ourselves. We don't live the life of the Christian before others. That's sinful. Let your light so shine. It shows us that Christ (coughs) must be seen in our lives. Is he say When others look upon us, engage in conversation with us, do they know, do they realize that man, that woman, must be a Christian? They want Christ to be seen in us. They want to the shine bright for the Lord. We are that candle. But the Lord says, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel." There's the hiding of the light. There's a hindrance to the light. If the candle is not put... <coughs> under a bushel then that vessel will hinder the candle from spreading its light around and the candle is put under a bushel then that will prevent the candle from spreading its light around we can think of some bushels as it were in our lives that will prevent The light of the Lord being seen in us, there will be sin. Yeah. We all know. And the folk know we're Christians. They have their eye on us all the time, they're watching. And once the Christian steps out of line and does something that he ought not to do as a Christian they're soon saying, oh that, that man thinks he's a Christian, look what he's doing. Listen to his language. See how he's behaving. Sin can be a bushel under which the light may be hid and hindered from shining. If we are light then there cannot be any compromise. No, no. There cannot be any compromise with darkness or the unfruitful works of darkness. You and I know darkness and light can't abide together. When the dark room switch the light on and the darkness goes. The Apostle Paul said over in Second Corinthians six verse fourteen Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship of righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion of light with darkness? None. None whatsoever. For many souls have been hindered from accepting Christ by the sinful behavior of professing Christians over five years as a Christian I've heard that when I worked in an engineering factory I heard that very thing saying so and so he says he's a Christian see what he's doing see how he lives you only hear his language and yet he says he's a saint oh no doesn't work. That's hiding the light. If there's any light there in the first place. Notice something else. There is the house and the light. Is the hindrance. Well, the Lord here speaks about a house we read there neither do man light a candle and put it under a bishop, but on the candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house in the house we're to shine for the Lord in the house, in the home that's right? what the Lord says neither do man lay the candle and put it under the bushel but on the candlestick and give it light unto all that are in the house so all that are in the house will see the light they will see Christ in us we are light then there cannot be any compromise with darkness, as I've said. We want to shine, and shine brightly for the Lord. I told you before about the, the man. There was a bread man. A town called Portadoy. where he used to bring the bread around in carts, And he would open the back doors, pull the trays out, And he was singing all the time. Singing gospel hymns. And he got the name of the Hallelujah Breadman. (laughs) He was shining light for the Lord. People knew what he was. He was a breadman, but they knew something else. They knew he had the light of the Lord in his soul. He didn't hide it not at all and here the Lord says that the light shine in the house our own house amongst our own family or whatever house we're in may the light of Christ be seen in us that's right ye are the light of the world sitting that is set on a hill cannot be hid neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick lift it up so everybody can see not so much see the candle but the light that the candle produces put it under a bushel it giveth light unto all that are in the house. See the purpose of the candle, the placing of the candle, and finally and quickly, the precepts about the candle. Notice, first of all, the scope. The Lord said, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all unto all unto all that are in the house everyone who's in the house should know my mum my dad, my brother, my sister they're Christians I know they're Christians because the way they live for the Lord and how brightly they shine for the Lord what the Lord is saying verse 16 let your light so shine so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven there's the scope all men see the light then there's the service that they may see your good works Faith without works is dead. Our lives should be filled with good works for the Lord. So salvation produces good works. Good works doesn't produce salvation. But that's what the Lord is saying. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. There's the scope all men there's the service that they may see your good works and then there's the song glorify your father that's what you want isn't it you want to live a life that glorifies the Lord oh believer let us endeavor to live a life that glorifies the Lord it glorifies Christ as Paul said for to me to live is Christ that's how he wanted to live we read the words again ye are the light of the world the city that is set on a hill cannot be hid neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. No matter what house we're in, they others see the light of Christ in us. Amen. Amen. That's what we're O dear Lord, we bless thee for thy word, thy word, and the teaching that the Lord gives. Ye are the light of the world. Ye are a candle giving light. Lord, may we not set, as it were, may we not hide our light under a bushel. Whatever that bushel may be, that, oh Lord, may others see Christ in us. That's it. That's it. That's what we want. That others would see the Savior in us. And, oh Lord, that in our shining for the Savior will be able to show the way to someone who's in darkness and lead them <coughs> to the foot of the Old Rugged Cross. <coughs> Lord, answer prayer. Lord, be with us this week, we pray. Bless in our homes, bless in our places of employment, bless in the school, bless in all that we endeavour to do. May we endeavour to do it to the glory of Light and shine for the Saviour. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide and remain with us now and until the day breaks in the shadows of flee away. Amen. Amen.